What's up, guys? Welcome back to the uh, Late Night Vibes podcast. I'm your host uh, with the most, Jordan. And this is David. We uh, we got an interesting episode. We know our first one was a little bit uh, off topic with the whole like YouTube drama and stuff like that, but the couple people that have listened said that they want to hear a little bit more about us, how we met, etc. So yeah, yeah. that's what today's episode is going to be about. All right. So, uh, but before we get started, I do have some very, very important news. Um, okay. And David, I actually haven't told you, but uh, right. <laughs> we got approved for that cat, and we're gonna go pick him up tomorrow. Really? Yeah, we're gonna go pick up really? our cat tomorrow. Do you know if it's a boy or a girl or? What? Uh, it's a boy. His name is Trooper, and he is right around one year old. That's awesome, dude. And we're dude, super cats are, excited. Cats are awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh, my girlfriend and I are super excited uh, because we've been wanting a fur baby for a little while. So we're super, super pumped about that. But um, yeah, dude. What the? Uh, what the? Uh, what color is it? Is it a? Uh... Um, if I remember correctly, like I said, I actually only saw him once, but I kind of fell in love with him right away. Both of us mm-hmm. did actually. He's white. Uh, I think okay. he's a calico. He's like white and uh, orange and gray, like spotted. Okay. Really, really beautiful cat. Um, I'll definitely have yeah, to. Actually, have you I actually, come got, uh, I actually got. I actually got. They actually called me. Oh, did they? Yeah, they called me, and then uh, I didn't pick up right away because I didn't know what the number was. Right, right. So I, I typically, I, like, if a number, you know, starts calling, I don't know who it is. I just don't answer it, you know. Right. And um, so I just left it, and I got a text, and it was like, "How do you, you know, do you think they'd be good cat owners and blah blah?" And I was like, "I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> of course they'd be good. Like." pet owners you know like oh. i knew you had pets growing up so oh yeah dude um, i'm i'm so excited man like we we're super excited to get our fur baby <laughs> that's dude that's awesome dude so. it, like it's crazy because uh like i have a cat i don't know if people don't know this because we didn't talk about it in the last one but uh yeah i have a cat she actually just turned two a couple days ago oh, we love uh, her. as of recording this and uh she is like probably the best thing i ever did since moving out and, uh, yeah, it's just nice having a presence. I actually got her, um, because I started working night shift. And so like, I was sleeping during the day, everyone would be working and then I'd be working at night. And so in the morning when I was awake, um, nobody was there. So it was kind of just me there. So yeah, it's like, cats are awesome, dude. Like I, I really, really enjoy, I'm more of a cat guy myself than a dog person, but, um, you know, both are great. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited, and I'm hoping. I know I talked to you a little bit about this earlier, but um, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that if my landlord allows it, I'm gonna be getting a corn snake for me. Um, yeah, because my girlfriend's not really big on like snakes, and she's like, "Well, I told you you could get one because you're not allowed to get a scorpion or a tarantula or anything like that." And I was like, "Fine, oh, if yeah, I can't dude. get either, if I can't get either, I'm getting a snake." And she was like, "Fine." So I'm getting like, a snake. I, hopefully, I, I already told you I'm not a big snake person, so it's just you know, I like I had I had a lizard growing up, like I, I had a bearded dragon growing up. Yeah, but I just I just. Snakes weird me out, bro. You gotta like feed them like mice and shit like that, depending on what you're getting and stuff. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super excited getting a day. I hope to get a danger noodle, but um, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you right now, if you had, I, I think if you got a fucking scorpion or or a tarantula, I probably wouldn't come over anymore. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> He's like, fuck that. <laughs> That's I don't, I don't do, I don't do anything with more than four legs, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what uh, that's what uh, that's what Lily's problem is. So, but um, yeah, yeah let's go ahead and jump in and uh, talk about how we met. So, 
and then we actually kind of we talk... actually did uh talk about this a little bit and i bring this up now just just kind of uh jump into it but mm-hmm. um we did talk about this before about how we met and we talked about it like last week or something like that and i didn't actually remember like the exact <laughs> moment and yeah. to be fair when you're bringing it up like other people that were there I didn't know about any of them either. Like, I don't remember any of them either. Yeah, that was pretty um, crazy. It's like you just got amnesia from that shit, trying to dude, cut that out I of your knew, life. <laughs> I, like, I knew where the orientation was because we met we met through our job. Mm-hmm. And I knew, like, it was in that back room, you know, like, past the bathrooms where we worked in the, in the restaurant. Yeah. And that's, like, where we went and sat. So, like, I knew where we were, and I knew the manager – like I remember the man, I knew who it was, right? <laughs> the general manager. But, but I, I didn't remember like anyone who was with me. Was it like just three of us or four of us or how many was there? I think there was only three of us. Yeah, because we met, we met through our job, and yeah, I guess I'll talk from like my point of view. I guess mm-hmm. is like uh, when we met, we met through work, and it was a very slow. Um, a very friendship. slow growing, very slow growing friendship at first, you know. Yeah. Um, because I am a few years older than you. Yeah, you're only so, what, two and, years older than me, two and a half ish. Yeah, so you're 21. I'm 20 to turn 24. So yeah, I'm like two, two and a half, two between two and three years older than you. Yeah. And so and but two or three years older than you when you're in high school is like a, a much it feels like a much bigger difference than when you are you know over the age 18. Yeah. And, um, excuse me. Yeah. So like when I'm in, when I was in high school, like I was, I was a senior in high school. It was, you know, do you want to say like where we work? Do you care? I mean, I don't really care. No. So I was a senior in high school. I was 18 years old. Um, and that was like my first job. And I actually, my first job was Culver's, you know, if you don't know what that is, a fast food chain. And, uh, my very first job, I was, I guess I was a senior in high school and, at the time, I was a very, like, quiet person. Or I mean, I'm still kind of quiet now, but I was much more, like, quiet and uh, just to myself way, way before that. And, um, yeah, me and Jordan, I think, just we were in, we were cooking it up in the kitchen and, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, fun stories. But uh, I'll let you – I'll kind of pass on you, I guess, if you want to start from orientation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So – I I have worked I had worked in fast food before uh, I had been working since I was pretty much fifteen uh, actually yeah since I was like fifteen and uh, so first time first job I ever had I worked in a McDonald's but um, here I am little oh shit how old was I sixteen little sixteen year old me mm-hmm. um, and I go to orientation at at Culver's and I see this little little scrawny ginger recluse just sitting there yep. minding his own business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, bro, how's it going? And he just kind of looks at me and he just does that little head nod. And that's about all I got out of him. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, that's all, mo- <laughs> that's, that's all most people got out of me to be yeah, fair for real. But I was like, you know, I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, but, uh, yeah. we started working together in the kitchen, uh, because they gave us pretty much the same shifts, which, Thank God that they did. <laughs> I mean, but, I mean to be fair, they were the same shifts because we were still in school. Yeah, that is true. So is true. it would it would have to be like a you know like a four p.m. to whatever shift you know. Right. For me, since I was under the well, no, because I was over sixteen at the time, so never mind. But uh, yeah, so 
little old me would just be going through the through the through the uh, hallways at high school, and I'd see I'd see my little my little uh, my little ginger boy, and I'd be like, "Hey, David, how's it going?" And he'd just kind of look at me and just wave and be like, "Hey, whatever," you know. And that's all I'd get, you know, just like a hey, yeah. and then you keep walking, go to our classes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then shit, we worked together for what two and a half, three years almost. Almost uh, I'd say it was about two, two and a half years, because um, I had quit there and work where I work now when I was twenty. Right, right, right. So yeah, it would been it would been it was over two years, but yeah, it was, we were about two years together, and yeah, I mean like for people who are kind of like listening and be like, wow, he's kind of a douche, you know, didn't like say anything. Like I, I'll be completely honest, like I I didn't talk like hardly at all. Yeah, that's and why I keep calling I would, you my recluse. He was a very, very social, I, uh, socially reclusive person. Yeah, I mean, my senior year, I was getting more talkative, I think. like, But I say this, what I'm about to say, you might be like, no, duh, like everyone does this. But like, I'm the type of person where I have to warm up to you first before I even can start showing any type of color of personality. You know, mm-hmm. like, and in my senior year, like a lot of my friends I've known since like elementary school, like I, I've known a lot of these guys forever, you know, um, I have a lot of my friends I either met in kindergarten, I'm still friends with to this day, or I met them in like sixth grade and I'm still friends with them to this day. So it's like, um, I'm comfortable obviously with those people, but it, I mean, you could even ask them even then it was like, I was very slow when it came to, um, you know, opening up and stuff like that. And to be fair, like a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it is because when it comes to me and Jordan, it was like, we were kind of forced to work together. So you kind of had to just like make the most of it. You know, we were working in fast food. It sucks. And, um, our personalities kind of just clicked at work. And Mm -hmm. for me, like I'm an introverted person. So it's just like, I was forced to like leave my house and I was like forced to go to work. So like I was forced to have the interaction uh you know with you not to be like you know not, not to be like spent the wrong way or anything like that or make it sound bad but it was like i was forced to be in the kitchen i was forced to be with the people in there and i made friends with you know everybody in there you know at least yeah. most of them we all became and, pretty pretty close i mean because basically like i don't know if any of you have ever worked in fast food but you're all a bunch of nice people or well mostly nice people but you're a bunch of people uh, who hate the people that you fucking serve food to and you hate your job. So you just <laughs> make friends oh, that want to oh, die yeah. just as much as you do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's where like a lot of strong bonds come from though. It's just like being in the gutter together, you know, just yeah, like for real. being at the lowest. But I, I mean, I would say like our friendship probably didn't start, uh, what's the right word? Like blossoming until probably like a year later when I was like in college. Yeah. It was about, it was about, um, it was, it because, was like right before you graduated, right after you graduated, like, because did you come? Because this the reason why I say it was after is because did you come to my graduation? I don't think my graduation party. I, I did. don't believe I did. No. Yeah, because I I think it was like right after that was when we kind of like it's our friendship started to grow like a little bit more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so like that following year, you know, I was, uh, you know, my my first year in college, and then. Uh, Jordan was still in high school, and I just remember, like, the days of us, uh, you know, after work, we get done at, like, 9, 10 o'clock or something like that, you know, work, like, a 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. or a 10 p.m. or whatever, mm-hmm. and we would go home and play video games, and we'd stay up all night. <laughs> no, like, that's when I was closing, till, like... so I wouldn't get home oh, until, yeah. like, 11.30 midnight. 
on school I mean, nights. We, we would we would be up till like you know one or two in the morning playing games. Like I remember, like it was like Overwatch. I think it was the main one. That's pretty much all we played was Overwatch because it was just that coming was out like, at the time. Yeah, and so it was just like playing that on a school night. You know, for you at least, mm-hmm. you know, on a school night up till one in the morning, two in the morning, play for a couple of hours, and we really like bonded over over video games. It's crazy. Like, uh, um, obviously, we had to we had to you know, uh, we had to go through the mud together at work, you know, because anyone who's in fast food knows how rough that is. So it was like, we had to go through the rough parts of our life. Um, and then we also got to, you know, have fun and play games all night until, you know, the crack of dawn. So, (laughs) I mean, I would say like, yeah, I would say once I got into college, um, I definitely, our friendship is like, just kind of just, went just grew very very quickly um and yeah I, I i know you as probably one of my closest friends uh to this day oh for sure man you're you're also one of my closest friends like you're definitely in the top five top three actually yeah. <laughs> so i mean you know yeah. <clears throat> but um, uh yeah, dude, we we have so many we have so many stories just just working at Culver's. We could probably do like a three hour segment on that, like just how many stories uh, we dude. have. Oh man, it, there's so, there's so many there's so many freaking uh like just the stuff we had to do. Like I, there's one that I do want to tell, or mm-hmm. I want you to tell because uh your your side of the, your point of view is much funnier than mine. Um, and that's the one with uh with you and Steven and getting uh. You know, getting that stuff poured on you. Oh my God! Okay, so we had this, or we had this coworker that we used to work with. His name's Steven. Great guy, love him to death. I still talk to him to this day. Um, but he he's like in his thirties, and like I said, I was sixteen, seventeen. Um, and you know, we have these grease traps up on the on the walls that will fill up with grease. So you got to take them off and then dump them into the garbage can. Well. Dude was taking it off because it was starting to overflow, and he went to turn around and throw it in the garbage can. It was my, it was kind of both of our faults, but I wasn't really paying attention, and I kind of like walked in front of him. And as he was throwing the grease into the, <laughs> into the fucking garbage can, he just gets my whole entire leg. And if you've ever been to Culver's, for the people who don't, um, nowadays they wear black and blue, whereas back in the day we had to wear khakis. So oh, imagine yeah, that yeah. nasty ass grease trap color. All on my fre- freshly washed khakis. I had done laundry the day before. <laughs> freshly washed khakis. He's like, "Oh my god!" And that's the first time I ever got like actually mad at. I Steven. didn't think it's. I, I actually didn't think that's how it turned out. I thought you guys were like throwing stuff at each other at first. I thought you were like throwing like batter at him or something or like flour or something. And I thought he just like dumped it on you. Uh, I don't think that's how it went. But dude, it's it's been years, so I mean, like it's it's it could it could be one way, it could be the other. All I remember is I got grease on me, and I was not very happy yeah, about it. I remember, it. I remember, I remember, I was you know I was over by the fryer because like that was my job for, <laughs> for two years. It's just dumping just doing fryers, fucking, dude. Just dumping like chicken tenders and fries into the <laughs> into the fucking fryers, dude. Like all I did, you know. He said I would wake and... up in my sleep hearing beeping noises. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. And uh, I remember I was over there, and um, 
I would have been like on the right side of the kitchen, and you guys would have been on the left side of the kitchen because right. you were on the grill, you know, pressing patties and stuff like that. <laughs> they always had me on griller buns. I I remember I remember, just him like pour. It, it, for me, I thought it was intentional. That's why that was so funny. I thought you guys were like getting into it, like fucking around, and I and I thought he just like dumped it on you, and the look on your face was so perfect, dude. And, like, Steven just walks away, like, fucking, you know, jaw dropped, just, like, thinking it's so funny, you know? And, uh, I remember you just being, like, fuming. I remember you were just, like, fuming, like, because it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, you know, there was 20 minutes up in the ship. There was, like, a couple hours left. Oh, yeah, dude. I had, like, another four and a half hours left. (laughs) Yeah. So, I was, like, you still had a lot of time in these, like, soaked-ass fucking pants, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, I'm, like, this guy's about to have pimples everywhere on his leg this guy's about to be fucking acneed up dude like i i just that 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 was one of the funniest days uh in culver's i think Um, one of the funniest days in culver's in my opinion i believe you were working we actually talked about this the other day but mm -hmm. um back when they used to have the butter in the um in the big containers that you had to like throw in the microwave and microwave the butter Mm -hmm. to like get it Mm -hmm. melted and shit I had just got done melting and filling my butter like on the uh, on the bun station and I was putting it back and I can't remember I don't know if someone bumped into me or if I was talking to someone but I thought I slid it all the way in and this is melted butter by the way guys yeah yeah um <laughs> I slid it in and I let go and I went to shut the door and as I was shutting the door it fell out and hit my leg again <laughs> and just like <laughs> ran all down so like I had butter all over my 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 khakis everybody was laughing Aww. and one of our one of our other co-workers uh alex mm-hmm. he uh he fucking he, he started calling me the butter burglar <laughs> for dude, the rest of the was, day dude it was, was so funny i think i was there for that one i do remember that happening oh my god dude. Um, we, we we did so much just shit at that the time. amount of the amount of stuff that we did at that at that co-workers man was i mean that <laughs> We we were fucking just ghetto as hell, bro. Like <laughs> ghetto. shit, we got away. Dude, dude. When I talked to when I talked to my buddy Dom, like he he's like my brother. I've known since I was like four years old, right? So oh, it's boy, like boy. I knew him for my entire life, you know. And um, you know, he after we had after we had quit, you know, he was still working there years later, you know, and he worked there for like five plus years, you know. So, um. When he when he went when he moved over when he was in college when he moved you know the two and a half hours away know, from here yeah, yeah. Um, he was telling us like man you know like callers over there they don't they don't play that they don't play those games that we played when we were you know in our little in our little town you know mm-hmm. and uh, he was like he was like there's no way you could get away with half the like half the stuff that we did like there's you would have been fired on the spot. Uh, oh yeah, like, I remember him saying for like he, most he was of the over. stuff that we that most of the stuff that we had done. Yeah, so it was like, um, yeah. Do I want to get into like stuff that we did? Or oh, should man. we not do that? Should well, we not do that? <laughs> well, that's that's for I mean, another time. But I have one more Culver story before we continue okay. talking a little bit about us and our relationship. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, we had this running joke from pretty much our both of our one year marks mm-hmm. onwards until we both quit. We had a running joke where no matter what David was doing, if mm. I started singing, um, 
I don't know the name of the song, but it's like the song for the running man. The at night I think of you. It didn't matter what you were doing. You would have a bag of you would have a whole box of frozen fries straight from the freezer to stock your like little freezer. I'd start Mm -hmm. singing. He'd chuck that shit and just start doing the running man. It did not matter. We could be in the middle of a rush. He would stop what he was doing, do the fucking running man every single time. And it never got old. It happened every single time, and uh, shows you kind of how comfortable I got after a while. Because like, like <laughs> I said, I well. was I was the recluse. Like the the amount of growth I had in the in, like in that year was was you know phenomenal. Was, it was it was it, huge. it was yeah. It was probably the biggest shift of my personality in my entire life. And um, so for me to be like dancing like an idiot, like <laughs> in in the kitchen, which was like. You couldn't even get me to like smile most days, you yeah. know. Like you, you couldn't even get me to like acknowledge you most days, and so like to go from that to what we were at, you know, a year in, for real um, though. That was that was like the meme. Like it was like, uh, I don't know what was that on. Like what where did that come from? Was that Vine? I think or was it was that... from Vine. It was like right before Vine got closed down, I think, or something like that. Or it was like Vine. I don't or... remember. I don't know where like where that meme came from, but yeah, it was like. That was like the dance, like that was like one of the bigger dances or something like that. So like it just looked just you know this corny white boy just fucking dancing, you know, just anything in my hands we just have to drop it, you know. And uh, obviously it wasn't like I was dropping like patties or something like that, like like cooked ones, you know, because normally he wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't start do doing. That. I would know. He wouldn't play this song. But like I'd be like carrying like a big box, you know, of you know frozen food that you know it's in a cardboard box, you know, and it's also like in a plastic bag in cardboard box. So like, uh, yeah, he would just start singing or whatever. He he could be like humming it, and I would still like just drop the box and just start dancing randomly or whatever. Um, but yeah, those are like, dude, to this day, like I still dance at work. <laughs> like it's I so still much fun, dude. Like I, I'll still like do like super just like cringe. Like I I purposely act like a dad that's totally out of the loop on all the like newest things. That's and an just act? like. And just yeah, <laughs> just do all the corny stuff. Like I purposely, I'm just like, I purposely just you know like I just dance stiff on purpose. You know what I mean? Like just to be like corny as fuck. And uh, yeah, like just to make people laugh and shit like that because it's just like what I kind of became after a while. I think it was like the class clown uh, at work. Yeah, it was um, it was a blast, but. uh yeah, no, uh, back to back to what we were saying before. We really, really became friends uh, kind of after you graduated high school. And, uh, <clears throat> oh, man, we, we went through a lot of shit together. We became – it's kind of crazy because, like, how we said before, how he would barely even give me, like, a nod as, like, a hey, like, acknowledgement, you know? I, I, I to, barely give anyone, like, recognition. Yeah, yeah like, to, to go from that to, like, how we are today or even how we were, like, two and a half, three years ago from today, mm-hmm. like, is, is crazy. We became really, really good friends really, really fast. Um, yeah, it was, like – and a lot of things happened, you know, in between, you know, and, uh, right. I don't know if, I don't know a if lot you of want to talk about some of those things are not like, not in the studio, like not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go into crazy detail, but it was like, um, whether it was, you know, a loss, uh, in the family or a breakup or whatever, like we were there we for kinda, each other. We, we, yeah, we were like, we went there and, um, yeah, man, like 
I I think I think Jordan's probably one of the only people in my entire life, including my mom and my dad. Like, I don't think my mom has even ever seen me cry. Like when Jordan saw me cry, like I I, I cried pretty heavy uh, a couple times in front of Jordan. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I told you when we first started be or when we first started getting close like that that like I'll always be that guy. Like I'll always be that shoulder. Like you need somebody to talk to, I'll be that ear. You need a shoulder to cry on, I'll be that shoulder. It it don't matter. Like you you're my friend, so I'm gonna be there for you. You know. Yeah, I, so, I, I think I think Jordan's like one of the. I, I think Jordan's like maybe one of three people in my entire life who's ever seen me like ugly cry. Ugly, like, like the whole like ugly. <laughs> yeah, like bad, like like just where you can't control it, dude. Like the fucking snot running down the face. Dude, dude, I'm telling you, bro. Like. You've seen it. I know for a fact you've seen it, and uh, it's it's happened a couple of times actually, where it's just like I've just fucking cried because it was like you were the only person that like I could bring my walls down enough for to do mm-hmm. that. So it was like, and this is a I'm the type of person too. Where like I uh, tend to kind of just like bottle stuff up, and I like you know, like just growing up. I just had to like put on, you know, the face. Like, Mask. I just I just had to be yeah I had to be that guy. Like, when like my parents divorced when I was in fifth grade, and so like from that point on I was like the man of the house. You know, like I was raised by my mom and my I got three younger sisters, and so like I was the man of the house. So like I had to, I had to put on that brave face all the time. Right. So like, yeah, like with you is like having that, like. I had one person where I was like, he's not gonna like use talk that. shit about it or like, yeah, like I'm, I'm not gonna use that like for that. my own personal gain or I'm not gonna use that to hurt you in the long run because I mean, mm-hmm. not like, you know, excuse me, um, you 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 know me. I've told you this before that mm-hmm. uh, I'm not gonna talk shit about you behind your back because if I got something to say to you, I'll say it to your face. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm also. I'm all, I'm very I'm a very blunt person since this is a mm-hmm. this is an episode you know just kind of talking about us uh, I'm a very blunt person mm-hmm. but um, I'm also a very I'm also very sensitive I would think like I'm a very good like I said before I'm a very good listener uh, you need somebody to talk to I'm there kind of thing mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's just it's it's it, it, what 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 do I have to gain from your pain. Like, if you're going to sit there and cry, it's not like I'm going to be sitting there with a fucking GoPro on. Like, oh, look at this loser crying about mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. You know, like, like, like what, where, where does that get me in life? Nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because, because people who, people who put others down, I mean, they're, they could be as low as that person they're making fun of or even lower. And they're just doing that for their own self like gratification to make but themselves feel it- better. Or it's just one of those things where it's like, you might not be that low yet, but you could always hit rock bottom. Exactly. And that's like, just... don't, that's, that's like, I've always lived that way. Like I've, I've never, you know, I do play it safe a lot of times with my life, but I've also like, I also understand that like things can get a lot worse. Right. Exactly. Like I could, I could just lose everything. My foundation could crack tomorrow. Like you don't really know. Exactly. Like today I could have. Like for instance, I I I finally got my fourteen hundred dollars stimulus, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you know I I I deposit that stimulus tomorrow. Mm-hmm. While I'm going to work, I could get in a car accident, and that could cost me my whole entire stimulus that like 
I had plans for. You know, mm-hmm. it's just stuff like that. Like you, it, everything could be everything could be worse. Everything could be worse. It could always be worse, but it can always be better. And that's just something that you know you kind of have control over, but it's all in the in, in the cards of fate at the same time. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's just like, you take it with a grain of salt. You just take it how you know how you take it. Uh, life give you lemons, you make lemonade. You know. Yeah, it's it's uh you know going back to what you're saying before, just like you know, what do you have to gain from it? And some people, you know, are you know don't feel anything and and can and can kind of walk on the heads of people around them and uh i think i do a pretty good job of of uh you know weeding those people out of my life yeah um you can you can kind of sense it you you can kind of sense when people are being fake as fuck around you yeah it's just um, it's just bad fruit like you you don't want bad yeah. fruit yeah you know? yeah you it's don't want to go like, to the I, store and get a get a bushel of bananas i think that's what i think that's what it's called a bushel of bananas <laughs> Is that what's called? I, I don't even know. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm not trying to get you know food poisoning. Is basically, <laughs> but yeah. basically you don't want to go because everybody, everybody. It, it, I'm just saying, like I love you guys as our viewers and our listeners or whatever. But if you eat the brown parts of bananas, I, I don't want to associate myself with you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's I don't just, know. Like, but anyway, you, like, know, when you, you kinda, go get a bushel like, of bananas, dirty, you don't get, dirty. you don't get all the exactly. But when you go get a bushel of bananas from like Walmart or whatever, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get the whole entire bushel of brown bananas. You like you don't yeah. want brown bananas. <laughs> just the bushes. people who people who eat people who eat like the brown parts of bananas. They probably <laughs> they probably eat ass. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> They probably eat ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; it's they, actually kind of funny that you say that. But there's actually a statistic. Uh, quote me if, or you can, you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. But uh, I think it's like 85 percent of people won't eat the brown part of a banana, but don't mind having genitals in their mouth. Like that means that like, vaginas, that penises, balls, buttholes. Like it don't matter. That would that wouldn't surprise you, honestly. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. I dude. mean, I'll tell you right now. I mean, like. I'm not gonna eat the brown part of a fucking banana. <laughs> I don't know what that's in. I don't know what, the, what that has in it. You know, it's mold. Why would I want that? It's fucking grody. The only yeah, time brown a... bananas are acceptable acceptable is if you're making banana bread, and that's because you put them some bitches in the freezer. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right, dude. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't even remember where we were now. <laughs> we were just talking about bananas. Totally. I, I got distracted by bananas, bro. This is, whoa, whoa, yeah, you yeah. got something you got to tell me? Oh, man. Getting distracted by bananas. You got something you got to tell me? You know, bananas are one of my, one of my favorite fruits. I'm not going to lie. Shit, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to read it. I'm going to have to go get my name legally changed. <laughs> Call me banana from now on. Hey, it's got plenty of potassium. <laughs> Give you some of that protein. <laughs> I can't even hey. say it without fucking dying, dude. Oh, <sighs> but uh, but yeah, you know, um, man. Uh. <laughs> but I guess, I guess, like uh, you want, they want us to talk about us. So I guess uh, I was born. <laughs> I was born in a. I was born in North Carolina, little uh, well, not a little town, but uh. In North Carolina, um, I lived there until I was about three years old. Um, my mother married my uh, married my stepfather. Whenever I talk about my dad, um, I typically talk about uh, my stepdad Paul because, as I said, I was three years old and he married my mom. Uh, that man taught me how to ride a bike. 
He taught me how to fill out job applications. He taught me how to work on cars because he's a mechanic. Uh, that's something he's always done is work on cars. Um, so when I talk about my father, I typically talk about uh, my stepdad, Paul. Um, but anyway, so they got married when I was three. Um, he was in the military. He um, was just getting stationed onto a military base um, right down, right about 15 minutes away from Washington, D.C. Um, we lived there for about six years until I was nine years old. Moved up to, um, moved up to Wisconsin. Um, lived there for a little while. Kind of moved around a bit. Um, not really a whole lot. I used to play baseball, football. Um, one of the most memorable stories I have about me, I'm not a very interesting person. I spent most of my time playing video games and being a social recluse. <laughs> but um, <laughs> one of the most memorable stories I have is actually where uh, my father, uh, Paul, and I, we, um, we, my mother was pregnant with my younger sister and my little brother was maybe two at the time. I think like two, two and a half or so. Um, but, but uh, <laughs> my mom's gone. She's pregnant, has my little brother. My dad and I are the only ones at the house. Our next door neighbor is like, hey, you guys want to go dirt biking, right? Mm. Me being the little kid I am, I'm like, holy cow, I've never... I'm, I'm going to try not to swear for this segment. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, I've never been on a dirt bike, right? And my dad's mm. like, heck yeah, you know, we're, we're going to go. Like, why not? So they have this little 50cc that they let me ride around on. Old school, like Honda 50cc. Um, oh, okay. And 50cc is not a lot. Uh, no. Real, real small. But So my dad's on the actual track, and I'm just kind of like cruising around on the gravel like parking lot, right? They, they have trailers that they have set up so people can like sit in. And when I say trailers, I'm not talking like ye I'm – not, I'm not talking like trailer park kind of trailer. I'm talking like – semi-truck trailers and stuff like that like the, like those kind of trailers that you can hook onto the back of like trucks and tow right mm-hmm. well i'm just riding around minding my own business you know having a blast being the little kid i am i think it was only like yeah i was like nine i was like nine or ten and uh i slip on the gravel and i'm like oh you know that kind of hurt whatever and i try to stand up i fall right back down I'm like, oh, that really fucking hurt. And I look down at my left thigh. Oh, God. My left thigh is gashed open, dude. Oh, dude. We we still to this day do not know what I cut my thigh open on. But all I know is I looked down. My pants were ripped. I saw my skin wide open. Oh, bro. (laughs) Yeah, it was was awful. But, um. I know this might be a little bit graphic. We can put a disclaimer in, but like it was, it was cut so deep that my fat was hanging out. Oh man! Yeah, and luckily that since is... I'm a little bit of yeah, since I'm luckily since I'm a little bit of a chunky boy, it, it actually <laughs> the fat stopped me from bleeding. <laughs> like I barely <laughs> bled. Hey, there, <laughs> is, there are some positives, dude. Uh, aside from being warm in the winter, uh, yeah. <laughs> But um yeah so oh, these kids these kids come over they're probably like 16 17 right and mm-hmm. now that i think back on it being older i'm like those guys probably were like either drugged up on something or really fucking tired like they probably were smoking smoking pot or something but 
They come over, they're like, yo, are you okay? And I'm like, look at my thigh. I'm not okay. Get my dad. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, where's your dad? Where's your dad at? I'm like, I don't know where my dad's at, but the trailer that I, that everybody's over at is over here, right? So they flag my dad down. This is like, this takes maybe another five to ten minutes because they got to find him on the track. <laughs> so they flag my dad down. He comes running over, our next door neighbor. He's like super Midwest, right? Like super Midwest. He yeah, fucking yeah. he looks at me. He goes, he goes, oh bud. He's like, oh bud. That's that kind of looks bad. And I'm like, that's pretty cool, huh? And I'm just sitting here like showing it off. I'm like, look at that. And they're like, yo, you're taking that like a champ. So my dad picked me up and put me in the, some dude because we rode with our we uh, we we went with our neighbor. So my dad didn't have his car. Nothing. Some dude who was friends with our neighbor was like, yo, my truck's right over here. Throw him in the back, take him to the hospital. Like we'll, we'll wait here. Like just get your son. Okay. Right. So we go to the hospital and I go to, and I get stitches. Um, so I get stitches and my dad calls my mom and he's like, yeah, so Jordan got hurt. Uh, he's getting stitches and me being the little kid, I was just sitting there and he's trying to like subtly talk to my mom. Like, yeah, you know, someone else. (laughs) And I just hear my mom like, Oh my God, is he okay? (laughs) Like over the phone. And I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm fine. And as I'm saying that they're putting the long ass, like numbing needle into my leg. And I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) super loud. But uh, anyway, a couple couple weeks pass, you know, it takes a while for it to heal. Uh, And I used to go, like, they told me not to do it, but me being a kid, I was like, oh, I don't want to sleep on the bottom bunk on my bunk bed. So I would climb up the bunk, definitely not supposed to do that. I would climb over the baby gate by myself, definitely not supposed to do that. So we went to Chicago on, like, a little family trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're walking around. And I'm like, Mom. I'm like, Mom. You know, my leg really hurts. My leg really hurts. She's like, Well, you know, we're we're almost done walking. Like, it's okay. We're gonna get. You, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna be at the hotel soon, right? And I'm like, Mom. You know, my leg really hurts. And so we look, and three stitches popped open. Oh, and uh, so there's just this hole in my leg, and it got infected. So oh, I had to go. I no. had to go to the. Yeah, I had to go to the doctor again. And oh. I, I, like. It was some. It was some. Um, it was some Indian dude. I can't remember his name. Really great doctor. Really really nice dude. But he was like, I'm gonna be really gentle because I was like, I was like, you know, it hurts really bad. He's like, I'm gonna be really gentle. I'm like, okay. And then he's just fucking <laughs> at it. Like he's not being gentle at all. And I'm like, oh, ah! <laughs> like they're killing me. And then uh, I ended up getting sent to go get surgery. And uh, I still have the scar to this day, obviously. But um. It's really weird because um, underneath, they didn't pull a lot of fat out when they were originally giving me the stitches. And I don't know if it's because when it popped, it did this. Underneath the scar, there's like nothing there almost. And it's like Ugh. numb underneath it. And it just feels like nothingness. Like, I personally don't even like touching it because it feels so weird. It's just super discomforting. But, um, yeah, so that's the story of how um, my mom left me alone with my dad and I got stitches. Um, my oh, mom left man. my little brother alone when he first, when, when my little brother was one years old, we went to, uh, the Outer Banks of North Carolina mm-hmm. and my little brother was wearing a onesie and he was walking around on the, uh, outside patio, like one, like a wooden balcony and in the Outer Banks, I don't know if anybody here has ever been there or if you've ever been there, but most of the furniture out on the porches are wood because, you know, it's seawater, you know, stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My little brother's onesie gets caught on a nail 
and he falls forward and he smacks into wooden furniture and he oh. gashes his head open. Like you can see his skull and everything. Again, oh. you know where my mom was? Not there. She was not. She was in Virginia. <laughs> she, oh, she was visiting a friend God. in Virginia. So my dad's like, hey, yo, Damien, crack this head open. We got to go get Does your mom have trust issues with your dad? <laughs> that's why, That's why, like, literally after that, she after I got my stitches, because uh, my little brother got his stitches <laughs> first. Um, after I got my stitches, she's like, I'm not leaving you alone with Abigail. That's my little sister. She's like, I'm not leaving you alone with her. And it's funny because my little sister got stitches in the exact same spot that my little brother did, but she got it at <laughs> school. <laughs> so my dad was not even involved. <laughs> so oh, two out of the three no. kids, he was the only one present. My mom was gone when we all got stitches. <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, so <laughs> that is gnarly, bro. That is so gnarly. I don't yeah. know if I have any stories I top that, dude. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, bro. Like I, I have injuries, but like not anything as crazy as that, dude. Yeah, man. That was like, that was definitely something else. <laughs> I would say my only injury was uh, uh, in second grade. I had sprained my right wrist. Ooh, that's just that's... <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't he even said, think he said, "Yeah, you know, I was I was writing in cursive too hard." <laughs> just yeah, yeah. But you know what it actually was from? Uh, so like, growing up, I had like a swing set, right? And I used to constantly jump off the swings. I would okay. swing real high and I would jump off the swings. Thought you were a little badass, huh? Little little yeah. uh, little evil Knievel, huh? Yeah, yeah. And I like the way I would land, the only way I can describe how I landed, and the only way I describe this is because of how much I watched Spider Man. Is I like I would I would land like feet like almost like almost like hands and feet first. And that is actually superhero like what landing. caused you to do a superhero landing is what I did basically. <laughs> and I don't know if I landed on my wrist first, if I, you know, it was like feet first and then like my wrist was just like right there behind it to be like for impact. But I remember like coming inside uh, one one of these days. And the thing is, I did it all the time. I always did that, like jumped off the swings and like was clamming all, like I never used the fucking, you know, the swing set properly. Like I was like right. climbing on the side of the fucking thing and like my parents would scream at me about don't, don't. You know, climb up the slide. You go up the right way or whatever, you know? And, uh, I, like I said, I used to swing all the time. And I used to just, I, I mean, I would be, like, I would jump high, though. Like, you think of, like, um, like a shed in the backyard. You put, like, your, you know, your lawnmower stuff like that in. Mm -hmm. Like, I would be, like, I, when I would come off that swing, like, I'd be, like, above. Like, I could see, like, the top of the roof. Okay. Like, so, like, like, I was, like, I was, like, soaring, dude. So, every time you would jump, just, I believe I could fly, was playing in your head. And dude, I used to, I mean, you, I'd be in air for, like, two, three seconds, dude. Like, Sheesh. I would be, I, I was, like, all about that life, bro. And I was a very active kid growing up. And, um, yeah, one of these days, all of a sudden, I'm like, man, my wrist, like, really fucking hurts. Like, you know, obviously, I'm not cussing at that point, but I'm like... <laughs> You know, my like I I'm like ah oh, like I can't like move it right and like I know that I had come in from inside and it was dark ready and you know like anyone who grew up you know in 90s early 2000s you know be inside before dark that was always the rules mm -hmm. and I knew it was I remember it being dark out so like I was probably messing around outside you know at noon or whatever for a few hours I was probably inside by like I don't know four or five um but I want to say it was probably around like you know, seven, eight o'clock at night when all of a sudden I'm like, man, like my wrist really, really hurts. 
remember really, really complaining about it. I remember going to my mom about it. My mom, you know, was a stay-at-home mom at the time. And so I'd be like, you know, I can't move my wrist. Like, I can't up and down, you know? I couldn't, like, do anything with it. And this is, like, the first time, like, I ever got, like, seriously injured. And, like, one of the only times I really got injured like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being, like, a whole process of, like, uh, you know, just getting scans and, you know, x-rays and stuff like that. And um, I remember the, late, the the doctor I had said, like, um, you know, a lot of times, a lot of times uh, sprains can be worse than breaking it. Right. And she was, like, looking at it. She's like, this one looks like it hurts more than if it was broken. Um, so, like, I was, like, in agony. I couldn't write. Like, I couldn't. I, I was in, like, a little cast, you know. I wasn't, mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, one of those casts where it was, like, what, do you, what, what was it? Like, that like that paper, like, that white cast that people always sign? Like, mine paper was, like, mache. mine was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of those, like, paper, whatever the fuck those things are, you know, like, the, the white yeah. ones, whatever that people write on. Mine was a very thin, like. Um, like black, uh, wrist strap that would go like halfway up my forearm. I think I still have it to be honest with you. Um, and it had like three, like three, like straps around it, you know, like Velcro straps around it. And I remember being in second grade and I remember just like my teacher had to like write notes for me, like had to like write stuff down for me. Cause I couldn't, I could not write to save my life. Like with my left hand, right. you know, and I, I mean, I'm second grade. Like what kind of, what kid knows how to do that? You know? So I remember just, I remember I would just have to like sit there in class and just like stare at the dude because I would just have to, I couldn't do anything. But remember one of the biggest things, cause like I hate needles even to this day. Like I hate anything. Like even like you were telling your story about getting cut open. I'm like, man, I'm, I think I'm going to pass out, dude. Like I don't <laughs> fucking like, I don't like hearing that shit. I, I know that this might be a little, little loud and I apologize, but it's like, David's just like, oh, I'm about to pass out. <laughs> it's sure. all you hear. Uh, you you hear my fucking forehead hit the table, my guy. Like, I, I'm serious. But no, I remember there was a time I was how old would I have been in like second grade? I have no idea. Like, like eight you know or nine. No. Well, right? Cause I Lily six, works with second graders, so I could ask her. But I think she's sleeping. Well, so. I was six in kindergarten, so I would have been eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh. So yeah. So I was about eight years old. I remember like they had to do like blood work. I guess one of these times. Oh. Okay. Okay. I remember, like, every time I would always cry when it came to needles, right? Right. I remember, I remember, like, this is, you know, this is back when, when, you know, my dad was still in my life. And I remember my dad would, was, like, sitting there. And I'm looking at him and I'm just like, I'm not going to cry this time. I'm not fucking crying. I'm not going to cry this time. I'm not going to do it. And I almost made it. Like, 95% of the way done, I fucking started crying, dude. I was just like, I remember, and it wasn't like a sobbing or anything like that. It was just like tears were coming out. And uh, I think they had to do like both arms and shit like that. And I mean, they had to get blood out. So it was just right. like, I didn't like blood either. So I'm like, needles plus blood. And you know what it was? Hmm. Is that I was looking at him the whole time. Mm-hmm. The second I broke eye contact and looked at the needle and saw the blood going into the fucking needle, that's what broke me. Yeah. So I remember just being like, I remember just like start crying, you know, a little bit. And, uh, you know, the doctor's like, oh, no, you're doing so good, blah, blah, you know. And I remember, like, my dad just being, like, um, you know, like, right like, after it was all over and said what he was like, like, you did so good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, he was like, even though you cried, like, you you were manning up the whole time. You were trying to hold it back the whole time. And he was just, like, all about that whole thing. Right. And um, 
Yeah, that was probably like, and I mean, I, I, I mean, my wrist was sprained for a while. You know, it was I don't know how many, I don't know how long it takes for that thing to to uh, heal, or whatever. But I mean, that's probably like the worst injury I've ever had. I would say the second worst injury I ever had was um, I was biking, and mm-hmm. I was actually biking over by my cousin's place. And at the time, they were building houses back there. So there's a lot of, like, dirt hills everywhere. Right. So we were going up and down dirt hills. I mean, we were, like, BMXing, dude. Like, we were just fucking going crazy. And I was probably about, like, 10, 11 at the time. And I remember... Um, so it was, like, a lot of dirt hills, but it was also kind of, like, near, like, an actual street. So I remember going on this hill. So we're going up... I remember we were going up and down on the dirt hills and everything. And, um, at one point we're like, I think we're just going to go home, you know? So, cause we were, you know, like I said, growing up, that was like, you could fucking go anywhere as long as you're home before dark. Right. So we're like, okay, we probably start going home and we're going down this, we're going down like these like streets and the streets kind of like hilly. There's, you know, pretty steep hills mm-hmm. and I'm going down this hill and I'm like, I'm biking cause we're like racing home, you know, right. here's the so thing, right? I'm yeah. So like I'm with my cousins and I don't I don't live here, so like they know the roads and I don't. So I'm just going and going and going. I'm going down it. I'm all the time start going on this hill. Right? It's a hill going straight down and it's a, a ninety degree angle just hard hard left. And if you keep going straight instead of going left, it is a fucking pond. <laughs> so I remember I'm just like Going and going and going and like, all of a sudden I realized, oh shit, what I wasn't paying attention to was the fact that the road went from, went from concrete to fucking gravel right at the fucking corner. Mm. So I'm like, oh shit. And I just fucking hook it super hard left and I fucking just, my knee just fucking starts scraping Oof. on the fucking, on the gravel. Like just starts scraping, dude. Oof. I didn't go in the pond. I didn't lose my I didn't lose my bike or nothing. And I remember just freaking scraping it super hard. And man, I think that's probably the first time I've ever like experienced or like the first time I can remember an you know an experience with adrenaline because I didn't feel any pain mm-hmm. when I got up. Right. Right. So I get up and I'm like, oh fuck, you know. I'm just like, oh, man, like like ah oh, shit. And all, my 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 cousins are all like, oh my god, oh my god, and like. I was, you know, I, I was fucking, I was a baller, bro. I didn't cry nothing. I was just fucking, and, you know, my bikes had, you know, my bikes had pegs on them. So I would just have, like, my one leg resting on the fucking peg in the front. And I would just kind of, like, be, like, one-legged pedaling all the way home, all the way to, like, to their place. Mm-hmm. I remember just freaking, gotta go in the, gotta put my fucking leg in the bathtub. We're gonna fucking get the alcohol right, out. And, yep. All that stuff. Man, I still have a scar on my knee, bro. Like, it, it, it was i mean that's i mean th- those two incidents you know me spraining my wrist to me like you know just eating it on the fucking uh on that road there was those are like the two worst injuries most of my injuries aren't that bad yeah um, oh actually you know what i do have a good one actually i do have a good one actually third grade i got a black eye what i got a stinger dude Were you and it wasn't it wasn't no fight don't worry don't you worry about that it was, uh, I was in third grade, 
and uh, I was playing baseball. Oof. And uh, I think I was like second base or first base or something like that. I think I was second base. Mm-hmm. And just ball popped, line dried to my fucking face. Oof. Just line dried to my face. And I just remember just that shit knocked me on my ass. Yeah, for real. Like, I wasn't prepared for it. It was just, I mean, when I say, like, straight shot, I mean, if you ever, like, watched uh, Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. He's, like, thread the needle, and he's just, like, boom, like that, and fucking that string gets super tight. It would just, boom, like, right (laughs) right in my eye. (laughs) Right to my eye, dude. I Like, I think to this day, I think that's the eye. The eye that I have the worst vision in that, like, is the reason why I actually need to wear glasses Mm -hmm. is I, I would... I think it's the same eye that I got my black eye from. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I wonder if it fucking rattled something. <laughs> um, but and I remember, I remember just fucking being in the, I, I remember the, I, the guy hit the ball. I didn't hear, I, I heard it. And suddenly I see black and I'm on my, I'm on my back, just looking up, crying. I have like the entire team staring at me, like circled around me and shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, Man, the amount of ice cream I got to have after that <laughs> was unbelievable. Yeah, just icing I, constantly. I, mean, and I, just, I remember, I don't know if you've ever had a black eye before. Uh, not that I can recall. But, I mean, my eye was my eye was purple and black, like puffy. Like, my eye was, like, basically closed up from the swelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember towards the end, my eye was, like, it was purple and stuff like that, but it was, like, crusty. Mm-hmm. It was like hard, hard skin, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, that that was an interesting one having to, uh, you know, having to go through that one. So I, those those are like three injuries that I've had growing up, where it was just like black eye from baseball. That was so it would have been would have been like second grade was the wrist, third grade was the baseball, and like fourth grade was I think fourth or fifth grade, whatever age I was, was the biking incident. So it's just like back to back years of just me just eating shit, just getting nailed, bro. Just getting just getting knocked down, dude. It was crazy. It's kind of funny uh, that you said something about baseball. Uh, as I said before, when I was younger, I used to play baseball. Um, it's actually kind of cool. I'm, I imagine that I could find it if I look around my parents' house, but I actually still have a game ball that's signed by my entire team uh, from back Ooh. when I was like seven. Uh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, but. Uh, my dad, my dad and I were warming up one day, uh, and one of my one of my uh, one of my teammates says something, <clears throat> and I thought they were talking to me. So I look over, and my dad had just thrown the ball, and he was like, Ooh. "Jordan," and I look back over, and that some bitch nails me right in my nose, like right on the tip of my nose, Ooh, and like man. so I got a big ass bloody nose. I was like, "Oh, dad, why did you hit me?" He's like, he's like, shh. <laughs> I didn't hit you. Shut up. He's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, ah. Oh god. And my dude. mom's like, my mom's like, he just hit him with a ball by accident. It's okay. <laughs> like, because I was like, why did you hit me? Dude, it's... everybody was like, huh? Like, what did that kid just say? Dude, it's so crazy. Like telling these stories because I know that a lot of people who are like, if you're a couple years younger than like younger than you, mm-hmm. like I don't think they went outside growing up. <laughs> Like, they all just sat inside people, watching Coca-Cola bro. After, people born after like I don't know, 2003 like don't exist. Like they're not eight, they're not 18. You know what I mean? Like 
<laughs> they don't like, exist, bro. Like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And, like, I, I just know, like, looking at my... Because my sister, my youngest sister, um, we're 15 years apart. So she's going to actually be nine this year. And um, looking at... Watching her grow up versus how I grew up is just, like, it's so unfair. It's night and day, dude. It really is. It's it's night and day. And it's just like, I was the firstborn kid, right? So, like, I was, like, the, um, you know, like, how parents are with their first kid. Like, they're super overprotective. Like, yeah. super, yeah. like, they kind of, you know, because they've never done it before. So, they're just like, ah, oh, you know. You know, by the fucking last one, you know, the kid freaking hits his head. That, you know, the parents are like, ah, oh, they'll be okay. They'll be fine. Like, <laughs> be uh, just no cry blood, No blood, cry no tears. Off. Okay. <laughs> you, can you still see? Yeah, then I don't care. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's just the night and day, but it's, like, it's also night and day between, like, you know, raising sons versus raising daughters, you know, daughters. Yeah. So, like, you know, my sister, like, she You're doesn't go outside You're the only boy, aren't you? Huh? You're the only boy, right? Yeah, I was my mom's only son. Oh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, it's, like, yeah, so it's, like, my mom had four kids. I was the first and only son she ever had, and um, I was also an accident. What do you know? Um, Same. I was the one, I was the one not planned. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was, uh, it's just night and day. Like my sister, you know, she, we, I mean, my mom now she's got, you know, she had a pool or whatever. And like every once in a while, like she'll go swimming out there, but she hasn't really, you know, go outside a whole lot. She's, you know, very much how a lot of kids are nowadays. I think we're just like, I think they come out the womb with a, with the tablet. Um, <laughs> And uh, they're watching cartoons and, and stuff like that. Watching Coco Melon in 3 a.m. videos. Watching watching Coco Melon and watching um, like Peppa Pig or some shit like that. You know Peppa Pig, bro. Um, yeah, where like me, I, like I was out there outside as as a redhead dude. I was outside just fucking all day long. How you are know? you like permanently how pale I, then? <laughs> How how am I how am I still alive? I don't know. I have no, I couldn't tell you. I'm surprised you didn't turn into a pile of fucking ashes, my guy. I know, dude. I don't, I don't know how I'm still here. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, sun burnt the fuck out you. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy. Like the difference, like I said, when it comes to like the generations of how we grew up and stuff. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like you know, like I said, maybe your age or a little, you know, a little bit a little bit younger. Who don't know about like a lot of the stuff that we went through. Like I, I know like when it came to like get togethers and stuff like that, like birthday parties and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it'd be like the hottest fucking day of the year, like middle of August, you know. And when it was when it was a birthday party or something like that, mm -hmm. all the parents, all the grown ups would be inside, you know, the or they'd be sitting in, be in the garage in, in the shade. And the kids just had to not be around them. Yep, because you'd come they up and they'd be outside, like, and the second you come inside, they'd be like, "Why are you in here?" <laughs> All you know, of them, they'd just be like, collectively. They'd be like, "Get back outside. We don't want you in here." Because uh, I think a the biggest one of the biggest reasons why is because they didn't want the house to get dirty. Right. My mom was tired of picking up all the toys that mm. we never put away. Right. But they also just didn't want to deal with shit breaking because you know me and my cousins, you know, wrestling around and you know probably break something. So it was like just go outside and then be like but mom it's it's fucking hot outside you know and you know don't don't care don't care right it's sweltering and, mom please <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like mom like i don't think you understand like 
I'm a ginger. Like I can't be out even with the sunscreen. It's still hot out here. Like I I'm dying. <laughs> I'm catching I'm catching all the UVs right now. Okay, it, every single one of them. I, I'm feeling every single one, and it's hot. And um, I'm currently turning into a superhero from all this. Uh, dude, I'm 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 turning into the Human Torch. <laughs> I'm 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 really wanting to go inside right now. Um, but oh, no, man. and it's like it was those days where just like birthday parties, it was outside, you know, everyone's outside, no one came in the house, and no one really came in the house until it was like dark outside, like nine o'clock at night, then it was okay to come in. Um, and then like my 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 family, I don't know how yours is, if yours is the same way. But have you ever like gone to like a birthday party or something like that, like with your cousins or something? And then your mom's like all right, get ready to go. We're going to be leaving pretty soon. And then it's like 30 minutes later and she's still talking to grandma. Yeah. Have, you had, have you ever had to deal with that? Like it's all the time. So like, you know, growing up after a while, you would just, you would just under, you would just know by that point and be like, okay, get ready to go. And then I would never get ready to go because I knew she was going to talk for another like 30, 40 minutes, you know? Right. And then I remember this one. It's actually... funny. And, and they'll keep yelling at you because they keep seeing you without your stuff on mm-hmm. while they're still talking. Like, come on, get ready. Um, anyway, so like, Barbara it's like, down it's, the it's like, mom, it's like, mom, I'm waiting on, we're all waiting on you. We've all been sitting here staring at you. Have a conversation with grandma. Can we <laughs> go real. home now? It reminds um, me of like when your mom's screaming at you to get ready, like you're not ready. And then you're like already standing by the door and she's just now getting her sh- like pants on. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're it's just, so like, funny. Like, my mom like, was like, was that way all the time. Oh yeah. And it's like, I remember there's a couple times where like, she would say, we're, we're going to get, we're going to go. And like an hour went by before we finally left. Yep. Like it, it's just that type of stuff. Like, um, oh, what else? What else can I like? You know, age myself with. Um, like, did, did you did you ever have like an old Nintendo, like an NES or anything like that? Oh no, I never had any of those. My my first console that I ever owned was actually a Game Boy Advance SP, and uh, I used to play the shit out of some uh, Mega Man, and um, they also had me play. Uh, I used to play Pokemon. I used to play like original Pokemon. Like I, I think if I still looked like like if I looked around my house, I could I could probably find a Pokemon Silver, like the big ass long cartridge that was made for the game. Oh yeah, Boy. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the longer one, you know. I had yeah. that, and then uh, I had Pokemon, Pokemon Ruby Red, and Pokemon. Uh, I think I think that was it. I think that was it. Was Pokemon yeah. Silver and Pokemon Ruby. I, I like I never owned any consoles growing up really. Um I think my first one maybe was PlayStation 1 or something. Mm-hmm. Um my cousins had the had the old Nintendos. I remember you like the whole thing. They, they told you you weren't supposed to do it, but for some reason it always worked where like you had to like blow in the cartridge. <laughs> and you would just put it in and it's like, oh, "Oh, it works now." Um but like that's like aging myself right there um a little bit, but I used to put that all the time. Um and I think my my first console, like I said, was probably PlayStation One, but I never really played it. Um, I think the first console I ever really played was probably PS Two. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was younger, um, like my first handheld, I think was a DS. And that was like a big deal. Like my mom was a stay at home mom, but she would pick up jobs for like birthdays and Christmas. Um, so like I knew that she like had got the job, gotten a job like working at a gas station for a couple months. For like in order for me to get that, so it was like, you know, I played that. I think my very first game I got on there was like, uh, I had Pokemon Pearl. I got that one. Uh, but the, the DS has also had the the cartridges on the bottom to play yeah. Game Boy games. 
So I think I ended up getting like I don't know. I think my buddy gave me like fire red and like or like uh, sapphire or something like that. Like I remember I had first generation and I also had um, whatever one with uh, like mudkip and all them in there, um, like Trico and stuff like that. That's that's I had that one. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I never really beat any of those Pokemon games. I think I beat Pearl like after I was pretty. I was a little bit older. I went, before I finally beat it, because I had, like, never read text. I was a, a little kid. Um, but, yeah, like, that's... That that was that was my life growing up, was just, you know, being outside all the time. Yeah, for real. I, uh... My first console that I ever owned, aside from, like, a Game Boy, if you're not talking, like, portable consoles, was yeah. uh, the original Xbox. Really, like uh, the one where you fucking load it up and you go wow, wow, wow with like the big green like gelatinous orb or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, I used to play Crimson Skies on it. Uh, it was this really, really cool um, played game, plane mm-hmm. game. Sorry, um, where you would fly around and you know uh, dogfight other planes and stuff like that. Um, And uh, it was really, really fun. Uh, that was, like, the main game that I played. Otherwise, my grand uh, not my grandparents, my parents got me um, one of my favorite games to this day, which, unfortunately, I can't find anymore, um, is, uh, like, they haven't made a remaster or anything, but was uh, grabbed by the Ghoulies. I don't know if you've uh, ever heard of that game. I've never heard of that one, no. So, grabbed by the Ghoulies. Uh, let me reposition real quick. So, Grab by the Ghoulies was a uh, was a game where I believe it was your sister. It's where you're two kids and you're walking, and something happens. I think it starts to like downpour, thunderstorm, whatever, and you're like, "Oh, we're really far from home, so we need to take shelter." There's this really creepy looking mansion, and she's like, "Come on, we need to find shelter." And he's like, "Fuck no, I ain't want to go in there, right?" And she's like, whatever, you big baby. And so they knock on the door. She gets taken away. And then you play as the brother. And you have to, like, go through this house fighting um, ghosts, demons, monsters, like, all this other stuff. It's real cartoony, zombies, to uh, to save your sister. And I remember when I was a kid, I never beat the game. Because as a kid, you know, I was like, oh, this is really hard, whatever. I never mm-hmm. beat the game. But one of the hardest parts that I remember, the literal Grim Reaper was coming after me. And if he touched you, your heart would stop and you would die. Jesus. And uh, they, used, they used to make games super hard back in the day. They did. And there were like jump scare parts where like you would have to like button mash like to the jump scare. Like you could be walking down a hallway and there'd be mounted heads on either side of like monsters, whatever. And... uh one of the monster heads would go, ooga, booga, booga, like just like that, exactly just like that, just, and you would have to like mash buttons in the in 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 the right way so you could get your heart to stop beating. Otherwise, you would die of a heart attack because you'd get so scared. Like Jesus, it was crazy, dude. dude. It was it was a lot of fun though. Really, really fun game. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually I actually bought uh, another one of the games that I used to play when I was a kid uh, on original Xbox not too long ago because it actually got a remaster. It got a remaster for the Xbox One, um, and that's called uh, Voodoo Vince. I don't know if you've ever heard of that game, Voodoo uh, Vince. No, I think you did talk to me about it before. I'm not sure. Yeah, so Voodoo Vince is a game where you 
you live in or like you're it's kind of like an alternate universe but it's kind of like ba- based on like new orleans and uh you know you you're a little voodoo doll living in a uh like a uh, like a voodoo shop obviously mm-hmm. and uh the lady has some stuff called as she says it zombie dust <laughs> and uh <laughs> This guy, his name is like the Great Cosmo, and he's like some stereotypical scrawny ass white guy, and he literally sounds like this. I'm gonna try to do the voice, but I'll probably butcher it. He's like, "You dare cause the Great Cosmo?" And like that's exactly how he talks and everything. Well, he gets his henchmen to go like kidnap her and grab mm. the zombie dust, but when they do, the zombie dust like one of them has a hook for a hand, so he just like snatched that bitch and just like straight through with his hook or whatever. So it caused yeah. a hole and zombie dust leaks all over. Well, the zombie dust gets on you, Vince, and you then become living. Like, you become a live voodoo doll. And you have to go save her from other objects that become that otherwise inanimate objects that become animate due to the uh, zombie dust. Like, the uh, one of the first boss fights that you actually fight is just um, a gas pump that came alive and is just a complete douchebag. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to let you pass, shorty. And you're just – and what's <laughs> funny is, like, the game, they don't really swear. I mean, I think they say, like, ass and hell and damn and stuff like that, but nothing, like, mm-hmm. super crazy. But it's, like, super early – like, like, 2000 nonchalant, I don't give a shit humor. So, like, mm-hmm. for instance – um, like I said, with the gas pump, he's like, oh, you're not getting past me, shorty. And he's just like, whatever. <laughs> he's just like, whatever. And uh, he just has, like, really quirky stuff that uh, Vince says. Like, he's just really funny. Um, later on in the game, you get to, like, this swamp area. And the gators are bipedal. They're fat. Like, Fat and they wear T-shirts and old school like redneck net ch- like trucker hats. <laughs> it's it's dude, fantastic, dude. dude. It's such a good game. What a game, dude. Man, I think like the biggest game I played growing up was probably uh, Ultimate Alliance. Was like a game that I played on PlayStation. Uh, Mortal Kombat. No, it was uh, Ultimate Alliance. Was like uh, a Marvel game. Oh, I'm thinking of Mortal Kombat uh, Deadly Alliance. No, no, no. Yeah, it was Ultimate Alliance, and there was, uh, it was on PlayStation 2. And um, I, played the, I played the hell out of that game, dude. Because I, I was a big, like, superhero, like, just dork. Mm-hmm. Like, all the time. So, like, I'd always play that game. And um, I think, like, a second one came out on PlayStation 3. And, I play, again, I just uh, played the hell out of that one, like... I remember I got both those games for Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and the amount of hours I went in that game. That's I would how say it was like, for me. I would say like after I would say like after uh, that game, mm-hmm. um, I think that's when I like went into like PC gaming. I actually like I started playing World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and uh, probably around the age of like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, and uh, literally been playing ever since. I've been playing a lot less now. Like I haven't really been playing at all recently, but. I mean, I've that like World of Warcraft is like the one game that I played for like you know it's been over a decade now that I've been playing it. That's crazy, man. That's so kind of like how I feel about so many uh, hours. Yeah, I understand that, dude, because that's how I feel about uh, any of the God of War games. Um, oh yeah. I used to own a PlayStation Two, and it's actually kind of funny. So I was hanging out with my buddy and his stepdad, and I was like, and we went to GameStop, and I was like, oh, you know, I want this game. 
but it's rated M, right? So, like, I, like, yeah. being, being the 12, 13, 14-year-old, whatever, at the time, couldn't buy it. Like, I, I wasn't yeah. allowed to, to buy it. And uh, I looked at him. I was like, hey. I was like, hey, Ish, you want to buy this for me? And uh, I was like, I was like, I can give you the money. And uh, he was like, no, nah, you ain't got to give me the money. I'll just buy it. So he bought it was supposed to be the original God of War, like the first one. But um, they put the wrong game, like the wrong game disc in it. So instead of really? getting God of War 1, I got God of War 2. And uh, I was like, really? well, I've never played the first one, so I don't really know what's going on, but I'm going to play the hell out of the second one. Dude, God of War became easily my favorite game series of all time. Like really? playing the second one. I never really played through the third one. Um, but I did play Chains of Olympus. I played Ghost of Sparta. I played um, uh, the Ghost. Well, no, there, there, there was, there was another one. It was Chains of Olympus, Ghost of Sparta. Uh, there were, there were like a whole bunch of them that I used to play. Um, and then it's actually kind of funny. Um, a couple years ago, when the God of War came out for PlayStation Four, the um, the one where it's set in Norse mythology and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That day, the like the day that game released, I think it was actually on four twenty um, of two thousand and eighteen or two thousand. Uh, no, it would have been two thousand seventeen actually, uh, I believe, because I was still living with my parents at the time because I was still in high school. Um, I I literally went out to GameStop, bought a PlayStation, and God of War the same day. That's the only reason I got a PlayStation was for that God of War game. That's funny that you said that because I literally, going back to my superhero dorkiness, I literally bought a PS4 just to play the Spider-Man game. Yeah, and then when the Spider-Man game released, you told me about it and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to have to try this out. And then I got I bought it and that game is so badass, dude. And now I'm so sitting here good. wanting a PS5 because I want to play the Miles Morales oh, one. For and, real, dude, but it's even, so hard to find them. If you want to buy a PS5, you got to fucking have someone that's like scalping it yeah, reselling no it to you and you're paying like double for it yeah no thanks i would rather so, wait yeah but so until that point i'm just gonna wait and play the hell out of miles morales you know a year <laughs> too late but... right but i mean like uh yeah so video games were huge like very influential um on both our lives so i guess mm -hmm. this has been a pretty good episode talking about you know stuff like that um i'm thinking next episode we we can talk about it but uh just for the viewers to kind of know what might be in store for the next one or listeners rather that um i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe next time we could talk about video games like we can talk about more about video games like video games that we like or that were really influential or video games that we've played recently Quote unquote, wink, wink, that uh, yeah, 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 you know, we like, oh, yeah, yeah. or uh, upcoming games mm -hmm. uh, that we're looking forward to and stuff like that. But um, all right, guys. Well, we're probably gonna wrap it up here. So thank you for thank you for listening to all those who have uh, been staying and listening. Again, I'm your host Jordan, and I am David, and uh, we hope to see you guys next week. So take it easy, stay safe. See ya.